Welcome back to the Grand Hill Chronicles podcast. As ever, I am your host, Don Bishop. This episode is, uh, as I mentioned last time, is from a conversation on January 9th, 2023, and it was divided into two parts, whereas last episode was more what's been going on in our personal lives, just skimming off the top a little bit, and today is kind of what's been developing on the writing and hopefully business side of things, as you'll hear in the episode. So enjoy, and we'll see you at the other end. This is still the uh, the newsletter for the Grand Hill Chronicles and the Grand Hill Chronicles podcast, so let's talk about that side of things. Uh, but wait, sorry, there's a segue between our personal lives. So we we um, we attended a conference in November. In the middle of all this chaos, uh, we had signed up for a conference in February. We had signed up, and we decided not to change our plans, to go ahead and keep keep those plans. Uh, and we went to Las wait, Vegas wait. to attend. You didn't mention why we might have been... No. It was just a little... Yeah, a little so, little I mean... Work. Okay, so there's, there's a Facebook group that I discovered a couple of years ago. Uh, it's a pretty big group called 20 Books to 50K. Uh, the notion is, uh, you know, one of the founding members of the group uh, had it was an independent author and he looked at his royalties and on a particular day he made like seven dollars he started doing some math he's like obviously i'm not going to make seven, i'm not going to make a, a livable wage off of seven dollars a day but he did some math and he's like okay if i had 20 of these then i could make fifty thousand dollars a year which is modest but it's livable in, in much of the country uh, so this Facebook group is dedicated to making indie authoring livable. Uh, it's all about how to how to do the craft of, of making your book, putting it all together, and, and marketing it, and strategies to, to make it work. So we went to their conference. This Facebook group has a conference, and we went to that conference in Las Vegas in November. And it was great. I, I came away fired up and, and feeling optimistic and full of even more ideas. Um, what do you think? Because I'm talking too much. I feel like I throw you off when I talk, so I, I hesitate to say anything. Throw me off, babe. <laughs> um, I was just going to say, or I was thinking that the one of the main things that I came away with was uh how you don't have to polish the thing so much like just make a thing and then you worry about it because you know like when you're writing you're always trying to hone everything along the way you want it to be beautiful and and soulful and all of these things and um yeah and so i i think like you have to kind of not think about it so much and just just put it out and make something just crank it out and then that's the first thing and um and i was really surprised that a lot of people seem to to think yeah no i don't worry about it too much and then i just send it to the editor <laughs> and i was like oh i always worried i needed to have it more polished mm-hmm. more you know just I, I didn't i thought the editor was just an a, a backup 
for things that I didn't catch. That's kind of how I thought of it before. But now I understand it's more of a, well, it's kind of a partnership more. And some of these cats, uh, so I have a musician background, so I can call people cats. (laughs) Some of these cats, like... There's there's one guy in particular. I remember reading his his post uh, a year or two ago, and he was talking about how he does his his business. Now he makes a a pretty good living as an independent author, and he he cranks his books out like he'll he'll spend a week or two writing a book, and like Friday afternoon, he says the end, sends it to his editor, and the following week he starts writing another book. Meanwhile, the first book gets edited, and so like he has this like rotation oh. where each book takes a few weeks to produce, but he only spends a week or, or two, I don't remember. He only spends one cycle per book writing it, and he, he pays somebody to edit it, he pays somebody to do the cover art, uh, and all that. And obviously you want it to be cohesive. Yeah. And have a good storyline. It's not like you want to just put out whatever. But yeah. I'm actually I'm actually applying these principles to this very update right now uh, to the newsletter slash uh, podcast. So we have we have notes here on the computer screen, um, but I'm just trying to get it out there and make sure it happens because if every uh, if every podcast episode were perfectly polished there would be no podcast episodes (laughs) so this episode is happening um and i think we've i think let's talk about what we plan for the future as far as stories and as as far as production uh and i think some some cats are out of the bags as far as like we went to this conference what is what is our dream um, and I've, I've mentioned it before, like I would like to, but no, like now I, I feel like I see the path. I feel like now I see the path and I want to make it as an indie author. And, and people say the self-published terminology is outdated and, and, and not quite relevant anymore because you, the way publishing works is different now. There are, anyway, that's, that's a whole different discussion. Uh, but there are services in place now that are ready to, to um, like you you write the book, okay, then we'll list it on on um, either Amazon or Kobo or whatever. That um, they'll even get it in libraries. Like you can you can get it listed for libraries to be able to order it. So that this infrastructure is in place now. And it's not so much like you, you pay a vanity press and they give you, they deliver 5,000 books to your garage and now you have, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's not, it's not like that anymore. So I feel like there is a way and we can see the way and I want to make it happen. Uh, Timeline. I don't know. Before we talk more about the, the hopeful business, let's talk about stories. Can I say something? I'm sorry. I keep yawning. It's late it's at night. Late. We this put the kids to bed. It's, it's after midnight. Wow. Um, and I've been sick for like a month and a half. I'm actually doing pretty well right now. Because um, anyway. Yeah. So this is us making it happen. You know. Yeah. Um, been sleeping. So for stories, 
if there's a guy out there who can crank out a book in a week, I can probably do one in 12 weeks. So I'm going to try to write a book per quarter this year. Um, and so with, with Grendhill, with the Grendhill Chronicles, uh, I have written about 34,000 words of it so far. And one of the things at the conference, I learned about Kindle Vela, uh, which is a platform for serial content. And, you know, I kind of look where I am with Grand Hill. I would like to take advantage of Kindle Vela. Uh, for Kindle Vela, it has to be new content, though. Never available somewhere uh, for, for free uh, prior to that. So... Uh, I think I'm going to take what I have so far of the Grand Hill Chronicles and kind of the, the point where, it, where I am right now cuts off pretty well. Call that a novella. So there's, there's the introductory novella. And I could go ahead and, and publish that now, I suppose. Uh, and I mean, begin the process. It, it definitely needs editing. It needs a lot of rewriting, but that's that's part of the process. Uh, it needs the de developmental editing process to happen to it. Uh, I guess not really. It's not really ready for that. I need to do my own reworking before. <laughs> anyway, so I definitely need to rework some things. Um, but uh, yeah, that's going to be like the Grand Hill Chronicles intro novella and then book one. I, I want to have worded out, hashed out. Uh, by the end of March. I have to say something. I don't want it to seem like I'm like, whatever, Don. I don't know what your story is doing. You know, it's just, I've been, I haven't been able to be uh, much of a participant in his writing process because I've been, we've moved so many times. Like since the spring of 20, what? 2019, we've moved, I think this is our sixth move. Spring of 2019. Okay, so there's one. And then there's... I went to training, and then I went across the country, and then I flew back and brought you out across the country. Oh, well, you had other and moves, but I mean like family moves. a mile, and then we moved back over here and into the Airbnb, and then we moved back into our house, and, and then Rose, we moved here. Moved, so if you really want to get technical, month. eight. Does that count Rose's move? Well, out. Rose was with, yeah, it, that, that was in there. Anyway, with yeah. Me. So eight. Eight times. Well, and in, if you want to mention, in, I mean, uh, the Utah trip was kind of a mini move. Less than three. Right, for oh, me, it was such an three ordeal. three and a half years. Yeah. Yeah. So. Okay. Nine. So anyway, I've spent all my time just trying to keep the home fires burning. So don't think that I am disinterested or unsupportive. I am trying to be as supportive as I can with the infrastructure of day-to-day -day living. So yeah. when I'm like... I don't know, Don, don't look at me. It's yeah, not well, that I and, don't care. And it's it's not that I'm just leaving her all alone either. It's just, I I mean, I, I do feel a greater burden to, to financially provide. Uh, and and uh, that's why I see myself looking at the, the stories a lot more uh, lately as I as I have been starting to see the way on, on how mm -hmm. to, to make it uh, financially successful. But, you know, I, I want to support her in taking care of the kids at home and, and keeping this house at home because we want her to write, too. We've discussed one or two of, 
of Lila's story ideas, whereas I have lots, uh, and I like I'll I'll drive to work and back and and just listen to podcasts and get ideas. And so when I get to work or when I get home, uh, I'll have a new idea. And it's not every day, you know, maybe um, every couple of months on average. But I had two or three ideas this week. So it happens. Well, and I'm interested more in pursuing maybe like a music, the music side of things. Um, as, I haven't as, talked to you about that. As part of our enterprise. I, I totally want music in the enterprise. <clears throat> like the Grand Hill Chronicles. I think because that's um, where my strength is, I feel. I want to write music. not So like the intro music that you hear at the beginning of the, of the podcast, I made that. I made that in, in 2020. But as I write the books and and eventually when we create the audiobook, uh, I want music in there, like custom music that we write, not just for Grand Hill. So, so I don't know, just by means of update, because this is not just an incremental update, uh, because it's been nearly a year since I said anything um, on the podcast, but... I, I might have mentioned one or two of these before. So obviously there's the Grand Hill Chronicles. I have a, a middle grade um, urban fantasy that I'm working on. There's there's a an adult urban fantasy. I don't. I'm I'm not doing any explicit content. I just mean the the characters and the target audience uh, happen to be adults. But there's urban fantasy. Okay. There's a a sci-fi. There's there's a sci-fi romance that I'm working on also. And that brings us to another point. And, okay, we, we also want to touch nonfiction. And on, so I, I mentioned that I want to have Grand Hill 1 written by the end of March. You're not going to be able to read it in April. No, it, um, because actually I want, to, I want to write this other sci-fi book and hash it out before I come back to Grand Hill and then I'm really going to work on, on getting Grand Hill put out there. But we want to delve into a little bit of nonfiction also, specifically in children's books. So we want to produce some children's books and I, I believe that's probably the first thing you'll see published from us. It's going to be some children's books. Okay. Don's the one with a schedule. So, I mean, we've definitely talked about uh, topics and things. And we, in fact, we, this is about a little over a year ago that we first touched on some of the ideas that we're going to be starting out with. Yeah. So I'm excited. Me too. Um, and it's fun because we're going to be able to involve the kids too. So I think that'll be, that'll be nice. Yeah. I also want to produce these updates at least monthly and uh, sorry, Quarterly, got to set the bar realistic. Um, no, no, I did. I did said, you... said I did say monthly. So, yeah, I'm gonna try to push out an update monthly. Uh, it's not gonna be as long as this one every time because this is covering a lot. Or maybe it will be this long. Maybe I'll find more stuff to talk about. People tend to do that. So as you as you can hear, we're broadening the scope of writing. I'm broadening the scope of the Grand Hill Chronicles podcast also. So as I broaden the scope of Grand Hill, I'm, 
I'm looking at using the Grand Hill Chronicles podcast as kind of this is where we started. This is where you and I started, and and so I'm I'm gonna do some rebooting in the podcast, um, where where I I still do want to provide narrated story in the podcast. Uh, I believe it will start over from the beginning after I do some rewriting. But uh, so let's let's get into some of these whys and and hows. So there's there's story creation progress and there's also uh, building a business progress. And part of building a business is interacting with with fans, hopefully, uh, with all of our fan out there. <laughs> As the uh, if you ever listen to Car Talk, they would joke about all of their listener and they would make it singular as a as a joke. And then they'd say, thanks, Mom, for listening. And But for us, it's true. <laughs> hopefully not for long. Yeah. Hopefully uh, both of our listeners are listening today and they'll tell their friends. No, so like the building a relationship with you guys is important because if we don't have any supporters, it's not going to work. Also, we need a name. And we've been talking a lot about, about what to name our business because we're going to actually have a business entity um, we haven't talked about all the details yet. We haven't had a chance to, but I'm thinking we'll probably, when we, when we write checks or accept payment, that's going to be through the, to and from the business name that we create. And, uh, we will write checks to ourselves. And when those checks to ourselves get big enough, then we'll be able to say goodbye day job and hello indie author career. So this business entity needs a name. And last year, maybe even the year prior, I think it was last year, I came up with the name Thorn Syndicate Publishing. And I was thinking, I I was playing with the idea of the the Grand Hill universe having different, uh, different kinds of stories within the same universe. Like I, I, I told, a. uh, bedtime story to my kids about these people who live in giant trees like a single tree is their village and they harvest the fruit from that tree and they climb down to the ground all the way down to the ground <laughs> to travel to to the next tree over to do trade uh, for a different kind of fruit and I pictured you know some some kind of juvenile romance in in this setting and it's a di- it's a different kind of story might attract different readers. So I thought different author or maybe supposedly. And so I was thinking I was I was toying with things like uh, the Chronologers Society, uh, supposed a supposed entity within the Grand Hill universe that is making records of things that go on. And one of these is who writes Grand Hill, the, the Grand Hill Chronicles. And one of these is the one who writes this uh, this bedtime story I told so I was toying with some name that would signify a group uh, of collaborative or cooperative people. So there was society, syndicate. Yeah, I already own the the, the website Thorn.link, so Thorn Syndicate Publishing seemed to make sense. It's a little long though, and I'm I'm thinking maybe just Grand Hill Media. Uh, Grand Hill not expressing the entire scope 
of the effort, of course, but uh, again, being the genesis, being our starting platform. Were you, so. did, was there, so that's business name. Did yeah. You, what did you want to mention about structure? structure? Well, I, I I did mention structure a little bit. I mean, just where we we create the the business entity, um, and that way we can we can do accounting more cleanly. So the business's finances are not the same as our finances. Uh, they'll be very closely tied together, but we'll we'll set up a bank account for the business, and uh, I want to buy some software and some subscriptions for some of these tools that exist for independent authors. I want to use some of these things that are out there, but to tabulate all these and then when we get, yeah. And then when we get to next year to, to do, um, to file as self-employed and pay a self-employment tax and then do all these receipts uh, looking through our bank account to keep, keep track. No, just separate bank account, um, etc. And I was trying to keep this at 15 minutes. We're at 38 minutes almost right now on the recording. It'll be a little bit shorter once it's edited. But um, I don't know. What else do we want to talk about? I don't know. My brain's kind of fried. I'm sure we're, we're forgetting things. Uh, but feel free to ask us questions. I was just thinking that... Um, the idea behind um, having this this syndicate um, was not just for the various stories, but also so that the various um, family members could participate yeah. and have their own entry into the the effort. Yeah. So I like that. That's part of that. Oh, and um, I guess we don't need to talk about pseudonyms pen names that is one thing we've been talking about it is but we don't have anything to announce yet no i mean we've we've been throwing around some ideas but the the thing with pen names it's it's um it's not just to protect your identity and it's not just to um so you can get taken seriously maybe writing fantasy as a woman or writing romance as a man, if I did that, you know, like, mm-hmm. it's not just about, um, appearances. It's not just about appearances. It's, it's also to avoid confusing readers and algorithms. I was listening to the creative pen podcast. She's a, she's an independent author and she has her podcast. She talks about, um, the business of, of writing and she does interviews and, there was a gentleman on her show in the middle of 2020 because uh, I'm, you know, I, I'm catching up and that's, I just started listening a few weeks ago, but I don't remember his name, but he wrote a, a historical fantasy, historic fiction, historical fiction. And he saw on Amazon, he, he looked at the listing for, for his book and down Lower, you, you see like people who bought this also bought. So you, he saw in his also bots uh, some nonfiction works. And he knew that people looking at those books might see his book and not be interested. And so he's like, oh dear, because he had also written some nonfiction. So then he went and created a pen name 
so that his his um, those of his fans wanting his nonfiction don't get disinterested because they they're looking for the nonfiction and they find the fiction and they're like oh well forget him also Amazon's algorithms uh, will see something like that and they'll they'll be like oh you know this this book isn't doing well and so they just kind of bury it in favor of other books that will do well. Um, so how does that actually work? So it's not doing well because it's not uh, because competing it's, in the genre. Yeah, because it's misgenred by the algorithm, and even though it, it's marked as historical fantasy, it's it's misgenred by the algorithm. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's misgrouped. Uh-huh. Uh, it's on the wrong bookstore shelf. Yeah, and so people coming to this shelf looking for that find this, and they don't want it, mm-hmm. and so it needs to fit. Needs to be properly shelved. Mm-hmm. So if I'm writing fantasy, I could probably write fantasy and sci-fi under the same pen name, but then children's books, a little bit different. Um, and if I ever wrote a romance, a little bit different. Should probably use different pen names for these different genres. But uh, yeah. Hopefully, not, next month's progress will be like, host. I am X thousand number of words into Grand Hill 1, and it's going to be exciting, let me tell you what. We'll see. And hopefully I'll be more awake. Yeah. I've been sleeping a me lot too. lately because of this sickness. Um, But yeah, I guess we'll we'll wrap it up. If If you read this in an email or if if I post it on the website and you read it there be sure to look us up on Patreon be sure to look us up on YouTube uh, look us up in your favorite uh, podcatcher if, if you're reading this or if, anyway y- you search Grendhill and you'll find us uh, I've I invented that word uh, over a decade ago and I pretty much own it now we don't have a presence on TikTok yet. I I do intend to create one, um, but we'll get there. Look us up and search for Grendhill. You'll find us. And logging off, we'll see you later. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. As always, look us up on social media. You can search Grendhill. Or send us an email at questions at thorn.link. And I have to interrupt myself there. So I recorded this intro and outro uh, a day or two or three after Lila and I had this extended conversation that uh, had a couple of different topics covered. And so I split it into two episodes. But before I log off, I want to give you some updates that have happened since we recorded these two episodes on January 9th. It is tonight, uh, February 14th. It's a little late. Yeah. We had, um, five guys for dinner and had some, uh, some red velvet cake, uh, minus the red. Cause it was homemade and we didn't need the, anyway. So, um, so Things that have happened since then. And if you've been following me on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook, 
You'll know a few of these things, but you won't know everything. Since we recorded these two episodes, we filed Thorn Syndicate Publishing, LLC. It exists as a legally existing business entity, as an LLC. And we filed a fictitious name, also known as a a doing business as or DVA, Grand Hill Media. So we kind of went with both, uh, Thorn Syndicate Publishing and Grand Hill Media. And the way we're looking at it is Thorn Syndicate Publishing, obviously, is the, the, is the legal name of our business. But that's where we're housing any nonfiction. That's where we're going to house children's books when we produce them. Uh, whereas Grand Hill Media is going to house, obviously, the Grand Hill Chronicles, as well as other fantasy and science fiction that I will write. Um, so yes, the, uh, the business exists. And along with that, we also opened a bank account and placed a small financial investment in our new company. Uh, and that way we can spend out of the business bank account for business related expenses. And that'll be a lot tidier when it, when tax time, tax time comes next year. Uh, and along with that, uh, we registered for 20 Books Vegas remote. Uh, we would love to go in person. We're just not sure if that's in the cards for this year. So we we registered for 20 Books Vegas again, at, at least to attend remotely. And that got paid out of our business account. And also, our web hosting came due again for payment. And that paid out of the business account. I have also written what I consider to be a good chunk of Gohamusp. That is a superhero uh, story based on a, a group of individuals with what one might consider to be useless superpowers. And it's supposed to be a, a humorous angle on that. And, you know, for, for all of you writing veterans out there, okay, I haven't written that much. But in a few weeks, I got 12,000 words out, and then I got sick. I was sick for the last week and a half. Um, if you follow my Facebook channel, the, uh, Grand Hill Media Facebook page, then you saw my live video last Saturday and I, I thought I might be getting over the illness at that time. No, I wasn't. I spent most of the day on Sunday in bed. Um, it was pretty rough and I'm feeling pretty well now. Anyway, so one final update that I want to include here is that I've pretty much settled on my pen name for writing fiction. And it's not 100%, but it's pretty much there. Uh, and so I will call myself Solmi Pedramon. Those, the, the, the first name and the, the surname are entirely made up, although it just so happens that Solmi is a surname in Italian. And Pedramon is, um, I think it's some some form of Arabic where it exists uh, as part of the language, or maybe that was just Pedram. Anyway, so, uh, but Solmi Pedramon does have a first name as well, with the starting with the letter T. So that's T Solmi Pedramon, and like I said, it's not one hundred percent because. I'm still tossing around 
what that uh, what that T stands for. I I know all the letters in it. Uh, I'm just playing it with it as anagrams. Uh, you know, I'm switching the letters around and, and seeing what it spells and seeing what I might settle on. Now going forward, I would love someday to publish the podcast more frequently than once a month. But for the time being, this is where we are. Last month, I was riled up and I was excited because I had recorded these two episodes in one go. I edited them together, uh, mostly. And I wanted to roll this episode out. And, you know, my my sister sent me a a text and, and said, hey, I just watched your podcast. When's the next one coming out? And I was like, yes. Um... And I explain, okay, probably middle of next month. Uh, I'm not going to do more frequently than that until we have a few, you know, up our sleeve ready to to go. Uh, and I'm glad that we didn't jump because life got crazy and I got sick and I, I would not have been able to keep it up and I would have felt bad. So it's better just to stick stick to something reasonable. Now, talking about if, if you follow us on, on Facebook or on Twitter or Instagram, uh, we do have a YouTube channel also. Uh, statistically, I believe chances are you're probably watching this on YouTube. Uh, I don't have my podcast download statistics available to me. I'm, I'm working on, on getting that. But the YouTube version of the last episode had, last time I checked, 57 views, which is pretty good because... You know, that's, that's probably my sister watching it 57 times because I don't, I don't have that many. No, so jump on YouTube and search for Grendhill Cron or just Grendhill. Search for Grendhill and you'll find the Grendhill Chronicles, uh, YouTube channel. And please follow because right now I have 19 subscribers and I was trying to go live on YouTube the other day and I could not because that requires one to have at least 50 subscribers. So jump on YouTube and hit subscribe. That will enable us to to do little live updates like I wanted to do the other day. I, I went ahead and uploaded a video instead. But, uh, yeah. Signing off. Thank you for joining us on the podcast today. As always, look us up on social media. You can search Grant Hill. Or send us an email at questions at thorn.link. And we'll talk to you next time.